all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of January. Happy Monday to you. There were a few key results for corporate India after market hours that you should pay attention to before heading into trade today. There's Reliance Industries, Tata Consultancy Services, HDFC Bank and HCL Technologies and I'm sure Darshan is going to speak about all of them in more detail. For now, let's turn to other news. Union Minister for Road, Transport and Highways Nitin Gadkari yesterday said his ministry planned to spend 5 lakh crore rupees on infrastructure development this financial year. At an event in Maharashtra, he told a gathering that there was no dearth of money available to his ministry and that spending would take place. Speaking of money, the issue of interim dividend may come up for discussion in the next Reserve Bank of India board meeting as the government struggles to meet its ambitious fiscal deficit target of 3.3% amid a revenue shortfall or at least a potential revenue shortfall. That's a PTI report that quoted unnamed sources. The board meeting would essentially take place before the end of the financial year but after the presentation of the budget for the next year by the finance minister. There was a bright spot in data released by the Society for Indian Automobile Manufacturers. Passenger vehicle exports from India increased by 5.9% in the first nine months of the current financial year, with Hyundai Motor Corp leading the segment with dispatches of around 1.45 lakh units. The jury is still out, though, about whether a recovery in domestic demand is underway and how quickly that will bear fruit. In other news, the telecom department is examining the legal applicability of the 23rd of January deadline for payment of over 2.4 lakh crore rupees of statutory dues in case of non-telecom public sector units that were not originally party to the adjusted gross revenue matter in the Supreme Court. In international news, of course, the World Economic Forum's annual meeting in the Swiss town of Davos kicks off today. If you're interested in what the world's richest and most powerful have to say about the problems facing society and the world economy, you'll find all of that right here on BloombergQuint.com. Over the weekend, Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam's government again pushed back on a key demand of protesters as a downtown rally turned violent yet again, showing that unrest that began last June still has no end in sight. In a lengthy statement, the government spokesperson recapped failed attempts to implement a promise of universal suffrage since China took control of the former British colony in 1997. It said that Hong Kong's residents need a clear understanding that any chief executive elected by all citizens shall also be accountable to Beijing. World leaders meeting in Berlin agreed to work toward a more durable ceasefire in Libya's civil war, which has seen Russia and Turkey giving military support to opposing groups as countries outside Libya jockey for access to its energy resources. Eastern Commander Khalifa Haftar, who is backed by Russia but walked out of true stocks in Moscow last week, and Libya's internationally recognized Prime Minister Fayez al-Saraj, will now put forward five names each for a committee to hash out the terms of a more permanent 
halt to fighting, with the United Nations pushing for a meeting of that group in Geneva within days. Still, some five hours of formal discussion in Germany yesterday reflected the fragility of any truce. Neither Saraj nor Haftar were in the room for the summit, and organizers were careful to ensure that they did not cross paths in Berlin. In international markets, it looks like yet another positive start for Asian markets after U.S. markets capped off another week in the green. But back here in India, there will likely be big moves from a few that will determine which way the benchmarks will swing. And I spoke about them at the start of this podcast. I'm joined now by Darshan Mehta, who will take you through the trade setup for the day. Good morning, Darshan. A lot of earnings, big earnings, after market hours uh, on Friday. How is that likely to affect the start today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Yes, you're right. Uh, there will be an impact because almost 25% of the weight of the Nifty came in with the results after market hours on Friday. And remember, there's Kotak Mahindra Bank today, so all of them will react. But firstly, a word on the global queues, which are rather muted at this point of time. But the SCX Nifty is indicating a slight positive outlook. Now, as I mentioned, Kotak Mahindra Bank will be the key Nifty earnings for today. But among the other earnings, there is Federal Bank, Apollo Tubes, Bank of Maharashtra, Canfin Homes, HFCL, Hindustan Zinc, ICICI Securities, Just Dial, KEI Industries and Monetis Path. Among the numbers that were announced after market hours, Reliance Industries, the results were below estimates. The net profit was aided by higher other income, lower taxes and lower employee cost. Operationally, the numbers are below estimates due to the weaker petrochemical business. The standalone EBITDA and the petrochemical EBIT was the biggest drop the company saw in the last 17 quarters. And Geo also op- reports an operationally weak set of numbers. The ARPUs are disappointing. TCS results were in line with estimates. The revenue met estimates, but the margin were higher. The revenue deceleration in BFSI and North America overshadowed the margin performance. The management remains optimistic about an 8% revenue growth in FY20 compared to an 11% in FY19. The operating margins were expanded on, on account of lower headcount. Majority of the brokerages are cautious of the high valuation. HCL Tech, the results were above estimate. They have increased the lower end of the FY20 revenue growth guidance and the operating margin. The product business led by the newly acquired product from IBM to drive growth and operating margins. The management commentary was positive and brokerages also raised the target price post the third quarter numbers. HDFC results were in line with estimates even though the internal showed a much weaker performance from the bank. The NII growth in percentage term is the slowest in the last seven quarters and the PAT was aided by higher other income. Slippages came in much higher this time around due to the higher agri and corporate slippages. ICICI Lombard General Insurance results were weak. The improvement in profitability in the health segment while motor segment was a drag reported reduction in loss ratio in most segments due to a better mix. L&T Tech, uh, the results were weak. Telecom and high-tech vertical continued to drag. Both saw a quarter-on-quarter decline. And the management mentioned soft budgets and longer sales cycle impacted both the verticals. Results from L&T Finance were also weak. Weak AUM growth of 5% YOY and disbursement continues its downward momentum. Asset quality remained flat, uh, but the NIMS and fees dipped sequentially. Blue Dart revenues were flat. EBITDA was up 59%. The net loss 
at 32 crores versus a profit of 32 crores last time around and that was an exceptional loss of 64 crores. The margins were aided by lower freight costs and in AS impact. JSPL revenues down 3%, EBITDA down 12%, the net loss widened to 218 crores. The domestic business was stable but the subsidiaries dragged the profit. The India realization fell due to change in product mix. The Oman business was decent but the power business was weak. Finally, some of the other stocks to watch. Lupin, the US FDA has completed inspection of its Vizag API facility with 5483 observation. Chalet Hotels has signed a share purchase agreement for the purchase of Bel Air Hotels Private Limited for an enterprise value of 290 crores. M&M has signed an agreement to acquire 100% stake in 5th Gear Ventures for 30 crores. This company is in the business of operating an e-commerce platform. GHCL to consider a share buyback on Jan 23rd. And finally, some of the brokerages. UBS has upgraded Jubilant Foodworks to a buy with a target price of 2100 BOFA has downgraded Nestle to a neutral from a buy with a raised target price of 16500 the Kotak Cement dealer survey says that cement prices have increased in Jan 2020 after seven months of price correction. HSBC says that ICICI Pro is their only buy-rated stock. ICICI Lombard is a reduce and they downgrade Reliance Nippon to a hold from a buy. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Sarshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better week. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you could listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.